Welcome to the Slide Area, Episode 9. I'm your host, Ed Pedersen. This is the podcast of all things slide guitar, bottleneck, pedal steel, lap steel. I try to cover it all for you all, and uh, this episode, I can't believe we're at 9 already, but this episode is very, uh, very close to my heart because... I got the chance to interview um, what we in Norway consider a national treasure, Gaia Sundstol. He's um, just a very unique and special musician and slide player who incorporates very many styles and is highly respected in Norway. And he's from Halden, the town where... I spend a great deal of time in Norway. Um, it's a very musical town, and uh, Geyer is one of its uh, greatest exports, and um, we're very, very proud of him. Um, it was a, a wonderful honor for me to sit down and get to chat with him for a little while. Um, he was very gracious, and um, there's a... Many things we had in common, um, considering some Indian styles and um, some of the influences we both have. So I think you'll get a lot out of it. Um, the sound is okay. You know, it's another phone interview, but um, I tried to beef it up a little bit because I think um, you'll really enjoy it. So um, please indulge and sit back and enjoy the great Geyer Sundstolt. Let me ask, when you first started playing guitar, did you start with open tunings and slide, or did you start with regular guitar and standard tuning? I uh, started with the standard tuning, and, uh, and after a while I discovered the... The open tunings, uh, I guess it was, uh, uh, yeah, maybe it was through uh, the Rolling Stones, probably, or maybe it was uh, listening to Rikerita, could be. Hmm. But um, I, I started to play lap steel at the same time as I started to play the slide guitar, so um, I think um, perhaps the inspiration to play the uh, it came from uh, actually it came from uh, listening to uh, Jimmy Vaughn of uh, Fabulous Thunderbirds. He uh, he he's playing. He doesn't play lap steel very much, very seldom actually. But he uh, he. Um, I don't remember what the record it was, but he uh, he played some lap steel on. Um, maybe it was uh, one of Danny Freeman's another Texan uh, solo albums, and uh, he uh, Jimmy Vaughn had learned from uh, uh, what's his name Jerry Bird, who played lap steel with uh, Hank Williams. Right. So he had uh, an unusual tuning, and this was before YouTube. So I, uh, I, uh, I think he played in C six, but uh, I thought it was 
I, I sort of made up my own tuning, and that was A6. Uh, ah. And uh, if you if you would like, I can you know later I can I can write down all the tunings. I can send you some pictures, and I can you can I can send you an email with the technical stuff. So just if you want to get it right, <laughs> that would be uh, great. Yeah, um, because. Like, uh, so you started with A6, and most guys on lap steel, I think, are E6 or, and then E9 on the pedal. Yeah, that's that's true. Was there a reason for that? No, I I, I thought he played in 6, so that's a a tuning where you can play minor chords. And uh, major chords, and uh, I thought he was using that, but uh, now I know that nobody's using that tuning. But uh, it has, uh, <laughs> as, as I said, uh, that was <laughs> before. Before uh, that was before anything. So I, 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 I kind of missed those then. Yeah, that was before. That was before instructional videos as well. So. And maybe I don't miss it, but it it was different then because you had to figure it out yourself. And if you could not figure it out, you had to come up with something else. So, um, Mm. but, um, yeah, so that's that's why I'm using that tuning for lap steel. And and you still use it today? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, How many hours a day... Once you switched, uh, or at least discovered open tunings, how many, and you and you migrated to slide. How many hours a day were you practicing to kind of get on top of it? Well, um, I am embarrassed to say that I, 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 I maybe I didn't spend. A whole hour every day. Maybe I probably spent less less than that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, I wish I wish I had I wish I had spent more time. I uh, I uh, I did study recently. Uh, five years ago, I went to India to take lessons and uh, learning the, um, something called Shankar guitar, which is designed by Kamala Shankar and she had designed this guitar and I went to India because I had seen a YouTube clip. I, uh, first I ordered the guitar left-handed so it came to me when I played around with it. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because she, she, um, I mean, she, uh, their music, her skills and uh, is on a different level when it comes to perfection and uh, probably because of the time they put into it uh, mm-hmm. so they are uh, on a different level when it comes to well the t- technical <laughs> aspect of it because they, cause they actually do spend many many t- many hours every day <laughs> working on it and mm-hmm. I, I haven't I hadn't I haven't done that but uh, but I uh, I mean I, I do play a lot but in most days I mean, now, now, now I've started practicing hard again, but uh, mostly, I've, I mean, I play a lot, but it's mostly playing concerts. So, um, so it's not, uh, it's gonna, I've been a 
<clears throat> a bit lazy, I guess. But uh, now as I sort of found my uh, way, uh, my way to tune the guitars and uh, way to slide on them, I am uh, very interested and eager to learn more and practice and perfect it. So well, you I'm, you, I'm per- you obviously had like a natural aptitude because you got very competent very quickly then without the extra practice yeah um maybe i don't know maybe Mm. uh uh i uh yeah that could be (laughs) (laughs) so 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 uh maybe you can also send me an email about this but are you using some very interesting different tunings now that you've developed over the years where you know because you have this new amazing album out that i listen to it's fantastic (laughs) uh uh, yeah and yeah uh, i'll I'll write it down all of it i can write on the the tunings the minor tunings and uh and, uh, yeah, I can write it down. Yeah, because you're, you're using some, you're not just using standard D and E and G, yeah, I right. guess. That's correct. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, and how many, uh, so you're doing, obviously, you're, you're, you're trying, you're out promoting the record. And like, so let's say you go do a show. How many guitars do you take with you and how many tunings? Oh, I only bring the pedal steel, and I would bring a national, uh, an old national, and then, then I would uh, tune it to the songs uh, oh. while uh, as a part of uh, as a part of the uh, show, really. So it's, uh, I'm tuning while not not muting the guitar, and then tuning I tune it, <laughs> and then uh, we. And then we have a, a like an Indian drone box, so I can tune to the box. And uh, ah. you know the you know the scene where where the concert from Bangladesh, where people are cheering and applauding for Ravi Shankar, <laughs> and he's uh, and he makes that uh, very dry <laughs> comment about you know if you like our tuning <laughs> this much, wait till you hear the. I mean, I don't mean to compare myself to him, but that's we we, we uh, I tune it while I'm playing it. So uh, so I'm only bringing one 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 uh, one slide guitar and then uh, one pedal steel. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And uh, when you're playing, because I've only seen, you know, I've heard the record, and I, of course, I've heard you play with other people, but. Uh, because I've only seen a couple of videos online, uh, I, I, I assume they're for promoting this new record. Are, I, 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 I can't really tell. Are you? You know how some slide players um, use the op the fingers that aren't picking to mute strings. Are you doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also muting. Uh, I guess behind the slide, so I I have the slide on my uh, on my smallest finger, and then I use the the rest of the hand to to mute, and I also use my palm on my picking hand to mute with. I think 
Right. So it's a combination of both. Are you, uh, are your, when you're playing bottleneck, it, are your guitars like how high do you like your action? Because some people, um, you know, they don't want it too high because they might want to do some fingering behind the slide, right? Um, uh-huh. And, but, uh, you know, of course, the higher the action, the better the contact and the tone seems to be. So, how do you work around that? It's uh, the, the guitar that I'm using the most. It's an old national, and it doesn't have a truss rod, so it's uh, it's changing. Uh, <laughs> changing. I mean, depends on the season. If it's uh, high action or low, action. I, I kind of know. I know uh, which fret I should not touch uh, because it's. I mean, it won't stay. I mean, it's not. It's, it's going to be really out of tune if I if I play it. So I just. Uh, I, I, yes, I do finger it, uh, but uh, uh, that's. I mean, that is, uh, it's easier to play with high action. But then again, it, and it's really out of tune. So it's. Um, but then, then again, I don't have a truss rod, so it it is what it is. It's um, it's always. Um, I guess that's no always a, a challenge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess most players they they slide and uh, fret, but uh, they somehow figure out where which which uh, places on the neck to stay away to avoid because they know it's going to sound really bad. Right, especially on the vintage instruments, <laughs> and but that's kind of makes for unique performances, eh? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> no two, you can advertise no two performances ever exactly alike. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and are you using, uh, what type of slide are you using on the bottleneck? I am, um, I, um, I, I can uh, write that yeah. As well, I'm using uh, there, there's a, a popular band in Norway that put out their own kind of uh, comeback, and their name is D-D-E. D-D-E. Oh yes. And, they, are from, and uh, they have I had a brandy or comeback out called Likano, uh, which is named Likano and XO, uh, like uh, so. Uh, the first part of the name is from from one of their albums. Okay. And they had uh, I mean. Years ago, it was um, a thing where uh, writers and artists put out different kinds of wine. They had to put their name on on the, on the label, and some participated in picking up the uh, the stuff that went into the wine making, and some did not, I guess. But uh, like the, uh, the singer from the, the black metal band Satyricon, uh, Sigurd von Graven, is. He has a line of different uh, wines, and uh, this band DDE, they uh, they made their own brandy and uh, and um, and the straight neck from that bottle makes a really good slide. <laughs> so that's the one I'm using. And mm. there's also a different band called uh, Bucky Gobbles, and they made a XO, and they, I also use that, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's good when it's 
big and it's way too big for my little finger, but it's heavy and big, so it makes a difference in the tone, I guess. I don't use brass or, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it worked really well for Dwayne Norman, the, the pill bottle thing, but um, it's really thin. Yeah. So, uh, so, so I mean, for, for electric, I guess that works. I mean, that did really work really well for me. But uh, for acoustic, I guess it's the thicker, the better. So uh, yeah. you get more sustain out of a heavy yeah. bottle. So that's what I use. Yeah, no doubt. And on <clears throat> uh, you, you, do you use any particular brand or bar on the pedal steel? No, I, I use, uh, it's called, uh, It's. It, I mean, I haven't really... It's, that is a the standard tube uh, metal. Yeah, it's it is, but I, I the one I have it's called Sitar Bar, and so one of the or one let's call it one one side of of the bar is flat or slightly ang, uh, angled, so it makes if you use that it makes. Uh, young kind of sitar kind of sound uh, but I mean I use a regular uh, a heavy uh, pedal steel bar but that it had or it also has that uh, what I'm using has that uh, function that you can make it sound broken or like a sitar if you put it on on the flat I mean if you if you turn it around and put the flat side down to go on the strength that's fascinating it's yeah. yeah it's uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think many people use it, but I saw it on YouTube as a girl. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a try, but most most of the time I, I don't use it because it's uh, it's not quite the sitar. <laughs> it sounds a little broken, actually. It's like, oh, what's going on here? But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you'll be. Uh... You may be. Uh, I can tell from your work and and the fact that you've gone to India. I'm interviewing uh, V.M. Bhatt. Oh, really? Yeah. And his son. Oh. Yeah, both of them. He, oh. Yeah, yeah. So that, uh, so I'll have to, uh, I'll, I'm, I'm, I record all the interviews, so I'll send, uh, I'll send this one and that one along to you. Yeah. Yeah, because I I watched some videos of his, and so I totally understand what you're talking about with the Indian slide thing. It's a whole nother thing. It yeah. it's <clears throat> I I don't even know how to I I I got so mesmerized I had to stop because <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> it was just blowing my head open, and uh, yeah. you, you have to absorb it and. And I'm, I guess uh, you felt the same way, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost too much. It's just uh, I have to step away from it, as you said, because it's we cannot breathe. It's just uh, <laughs> uh, and it's uh, I mean the way um, I mean the way they approach it, they do it from a different angle because uh, the classical uh, Hindu music they. First, they learn to sing the ragas, and then they learn to play it. And you can say that it's the perfect music because it's a mix of um, written music, like 
classical music, but then they also learn to improvise. So they have, um, you know, they have um, some stuff they have to play, and then they um, mess around with it, and then they come back to the melody again. Like, I guess, like jazz music, but they come to it from a different uh, angle than, let's say, the old blues players and their uh, technical skills is, as you said, on a different level. And uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I, uh, I, I sort of gave up on trying to uh, figure out, uh, I mean, I, mean I, 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 I got a taste of, of uh, how, <laughs> how complicated it was, and I also, and I decided that I'm not going to spend seven hours a day trying to be um, a Hindu musician. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. The, the word I, I, I tried to, uh, I did not come up with uh, the word I was looking for was guru. She was my guru. Ah, uh, I thought my, that's what you were going for. Not my master or teacher, but she said, <clears throat> you can come to me with any problems you have. And, uh, and so uh, that was a different, uh, different learning situation. So it was like <clears throat> the difference between a teacher and a guru is probably that they say it's more uh, a relationship between a pupil and master uh, or guru is that it's more personal. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. And, uh, That's and an interesting, and, yeah, it's an interesting yeah. way to approach the teaching aspect, I think. Yeah. Um, now, I, I, in another video, and this is something we have in common, I see that you, you, you also like to use uh, effects. Um, and are you using them when you're playing slide, or do you use them in the studio? Do you use them live? Is it part of your, uh, for lack of a better word, your vibe? Yeah, I guess yeah. I'm um, I'm trying to expand the the way the pedal steel should sound. I mean, it's such a unique instrument that, uh, uh, and uh, I feel that uh, it's it's. I mean, it's possible to take it further than people have done. So I'm. Um, I'm not using much effects on the acoustic stuff, but on the pedal steel and the stuff that I'm working on now and the, the pedal board that I'm bringing uh, when I'm touring. It's uh, it is a um, I use uh, the electroharmonic stuff like the uh, ring modulator and the um, the uh, what's it called a synth a micro synth yeah and, uh, the hog and stuff. Uh, yeah. And also, also, I'm waiting for this pickup that um, a Lollar pickup that it's supposed to. It's it's a short pickup and it goes under the four heavy strings on the uh, pedal steel, and the signal goes through a um, a pog, um, uh, electroharmonics pog, and it adds like a subharmonic. Uh, signal. Wow. Uh, so it goes uh, not through the amp but through DI. So it uh, so it makes me able to play sort of 
uh, pedal steel and bass at the same time. Whoa. Uh, so um, I'm, I'm working on that and also I'm playing uh, <laughs> through a Leslie, a uh, guitar Leslie, the one that, the, the kind of, that Fender called the vibratone, but it's uh, the same thing. So I, I play through a Fender Twin and then a Leslie and then I have that bass thing going. So it's... Um, Wow. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on at the same time. Well, there's a lot of <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of atmosphere in your music, and some of it's very subtle, so it totally makes sense, you know. Okay, um, but did I see some Pigtronic stuff too? Maybe. Uh, maybe I haven't. It's so comp. I have a loop, a Pigtronics looper, and it's so. Okay. It's so complicated that I uh, I uh, I don't use it because it's uh, it's so easy to to, <laughs> to do <laughs> to, to mess it to mess up the thing I'm doing so I I don't use it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Next time I see you, I'll 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 have to we'll we'll have to meet sometime in Oslo because I've got uh, I've I've been working on several loopers. Um, yeah. yeah, because uh, I've had the same experience as you, and <clears throat> so some some builders and and uh, developers and I have been working on some stuff, uh, trying to make it you know because it's either always too complicated or too simple. But yeah. I think there's you know for people like us, if I can say that yeah. that, that yeah. there's 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 something in the middle that does things that others don't do but is simple so we don't screw it up live yeah um so that's what we have there, there's there's some interesting products i think will be coming out and uh yeah we'll have to talk about that it's uh yeah that'd be great yeah yeah I, 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 know, I have i um i've noticed that you are very much into pedals i can tell <laughs> well, you know, yeah, to, <laughs> I think that you and I kind of sort of, um, I, I mix and match a lot depending on the project. Um, yeah. But to me, it's like, uh, you know, a painter that has a, a palette of colors uh, so that I can change based on the project. Um, but I've actually learned recently that there's only so much you can do live, you know, even when you're looping, there is literally only so much that your hands and feet can accomplish and having other things to think about are, are, are distracting. Yeah. So, so very, yes, I know a lot about these things because I (laughs) have stupidly bought them all, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, I've learned very recently that I've kind of, I think I'm stripping down to just six or seven things. Yeah. Um, and, that you know, the key is, and this is what's great for, for younger players, I think if we can pass this on a uh, little wisdom as well, is isn't it better to know everything about six or seven things than a little bit about 15 things? Yeah. So that's kind of where I've gotten to. But everybody's like, oh, well, you know about pedals. And I'm like, yeah, I know enough now to back off. <laughs> so, 
because <laughs> I was just in the studio at, at Athletic and I, you know, I, I was coming from America. So I was like, I, you know, I wanted to have my rig, right? And uh, yeah. bring two guitars and all this crap. And guess what? I only used half of it. So <laughs> it takes it takes a lot of pedals and many years to figure that out. It's I a guess. lot of work, and so I'd rather be composing. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, if you could uh, leave us with some advice for younger players, and also uh, people that you would recommend that they listen to. Okay. Um... I think uh, a good challenge would be to, um, I mean, to when you start out is uh, is to slide, <clears throat> is to uh, try, and I mean the most natural thing for for pedal um, players and slide players uh, is to slide upwards. And it's it's the most uh, no, how do I say it's the most uh, comfortable way of sliding. But to slide down is also a good thing. So mm. that, uh, I, I brought up my guitar here. So, I mean, So you're saying wait on the vibrato, don't be throwing it in right away? And then uh, <laughs> one, uh, one way I came up with different different uh, uh, tunings is that every time you put new strings on, then you, you know, pay attention and then maybe you, when, while tuning up, then things may occur <laughs> that you did not plan. <laughs> <laughs> so That's cool. Yes, I can 
that would be great. That would be great. And who would you uh, who would you recommend uh, young people to listen to? Um, I like. Uh, I mean, there are some so many. I mean, I've been listening to the the usual ones, like the like Ry Cooter, as I mentioned, and Sonny Landret. Uh, it was a unique take on slide guitar. He's got that thing where he fingers constantly behind the slide, so it makes it sound like a, I don't know, accordion or fiddle. You know, mm. you, you know him? Oh yeah, um, I've been tr- yeah. I've been trying to figure that out for two years now. <laughs> and also, and, uh, and also my my guru Kamala Shankar. I'll write down her name okay. uh, she's got some fantastic stuff on and um, when I, I referred uh, I, I mentioned to her she's very uh, she's very traditional when it comes to um, uh, when I when I uh, when I mentioned uh, to to her that, that I had been listening to um uh, uh, VM bot and 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 she could not quite when she figured out who I was talking about. She said, "Well, I don't understand his music. He's mixing it up with uh, Western music." And, uh, <laughs> and I I said, and when when she played one of something that sounded really sad, I said, "That that's what sounds like blues music." And she said. What is that? She never heard about blues music, so she's um, it's very um, traditional. So, but still very good, of course. But she could not understand why he, why he was mixing up the Indian Hindu tradition with the American music like he does. <laughs> so, so, but I, I still would um, I would uh, recommend people. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. So many, especially uh, there's so many uh, Indian players who, as you said, uh, are on a totally different level. Yeah. I mean, if you come to come to sliding to like uh, the some uh, Joseph Spence or Rykuder or from that traditional, and you hear some some of these guys, and uh, and you realize that there's lot to learn. Lot, <laughs> lot of road to go. <laughs> well, thanks, Guy. I appreciate it, man. This is uh, really, uh, it's an honor. So my thanks again to Guy for sitting down and speaking with me. Um, what a treasure. Um, you really should check out his recordings if you can get a chance. They're all online. They're also at haldenonestop.com. I'll put that uh, link up in uh, the my page for you all to see, as well as the tunings he spoke about, and some videos will be there as well. Please check them out. It's, it's just a wonder to, to hear him and see him play. Um, you heard us speak about VM Bot um, in the episode, and I think I'll be coming up with uh, that two-parter because... Um, I got the chance to spend two hours with VMBot and another 
35 minutes with his son, Salil, and I think you'll get a lot out of those. So I'll be working on those episodes in the coming weeks and months. We have, again, Johnny Highland, Danny Flowers, um, uh, um, Ariel Posen from the Brothers Landreth, um, and many, many more. Jeremy Spencer from the original Fleetwood Mac is coming up. Oh, there's so many interviews I can hardly remember. Doug Cox from Canada, very, very special player. Um, so anyway, lots and lots and lots coming up in the coming months. So thanks again for tuning in to episode nine of The Slide Area. Your host, Ed Pedersen, signing off till next time. Take care. <laughs>